0: All right, day 304. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. I'm John. I'm Keith.
1: And I am Jackie Hill Perry. All right. (laughs) We got our special
0: friend Jackie uh, Hill Perry to walk with us through the Book of Jude, right? So most weeks uh, we'll take a book like Jude and we'll do it in one day. Uh, Mm. We're actually going to uh, spend three days in Jude before we get to revelation uh next week and so just to remind you this is a podcast where we're trying to convince you that the bible is more like a window than it is a mirror we come to it to look through it and see god we don't come to it primarily to look at it uh and see ourselves all right jackie jude right give us a little (laughs) bit of the context where are we right why why this book why why is this book special uh to you
1: yeah Jew started off special because the doxology was always one of my favorite uh, doxology in, in verse 24 and 25, now to him it was able to keep us from stumbling to present as followers. And it was just like man, how did he get there? Yeah, You know, like we, uh, we always just quote that, but there's uh, obviously something, like this obviously has to be a climax to right, something right, that right. he was presenting already. And so when I did the Bible study on it, it was just me out of curiosity wondering what the whole point was. And yeah it seemed less intimidating since it's only one chapter.
0: Right, there we go.
1: <laughs> mm. <laughs> to be honest, but it's it. actually not even it's not even that easy, really.
0: Love yeah. it. I, Jude starts off, Jude is actually the half-brother of Jesus, right, Yeah, and yeah. it's interesting how this starts off, because you would think, right, that in a book where he's going to call people out on uh, the disrespect of authority, people that kind of come in and flex. You would think that he would come in and like lead with that and flex, like, "Yo, I'm Jude. You remember Jesus? Me and oh, him was yeah, brothers. Bro. We grew up, right?
1: right. But he yeah.
0: doesn't, right? Why? Why don't you think that he does? I think he's humble. Yeah.
1: Mm. You know, he's. I think he understands that his identity." is not in his blood relation to jesus mm. but in his spiritual union with jesus ah, which is mm. my position is that i'm a servant right first and foremost mm. and so he shots out james right. obviously because <laughs> i think that still gives him some kind of authority like i am you know right. i got i got jesus and james <laughs> right. in my lineage right. uh but at the end of the day i'm just a servant of jesus christ which is what he leads with right
2: i uh, love it yeah bro i um uh, when i started reading this book uh, preparing for this i just loved how he talked about in the very first verse you know he says yo those who are kept for jesus christ and Mm -hmm. that word is going to trickle all throughout the whole book and it's so good though that even though he's going to have these strong words he starts off with the ensuring and comforting Mm -hmm. word to Mm -hmm. the saints about them being kept and it's not no no it's not y'all are not keeping yourselves Mm -hmm. christ is keeping you oh
0: that's good yeah yeah
1: Oh, we can learn a lot from Jude because I I'm even when I was reading it I'm just impressed by like this letter is aggressive as a mug <laughs> right, <laughs> like it's right. not this is not soft like right. he's gonna start right. talking about angels and chains and Moses and uh, I mean them fighting over Moses' body it's 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 interesting <laughs> right. but he yeah. he couches it first by establishing their identity like mm-hmm. calls them brothers mm-hmm. beloved kept yeah, beloved. called. Right. And it's just like, man, how often do I go into conversations that I know will be hard first reassuring people of who they are in Christ? Right. Instead of going straight to like, yeah, but this is what you need to to do, you know? That's and I, I just like, man, I need to learn from this cat.
0: I love it. Yeah. 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 And he leads into with, yo, may grace, uh, peace and uh, what? love, Mercy, peace. Love. Yeah. Be multiplied like yo i don't just yeah. want y'all to have it like i want y'all to have an abundance of it yeah. um, then he walks in and just says hey listen what i really wanted to do i just wanted to write to y'all and encourage y'all uh, about our faith but buddies, like there's something else that hijacked my original purpose and mm-hmm. so it's like from early on right john Uh, we talked through this, Keith. John's going to spend his time and write an entire book, and then at the very end, he's going to say, yo, this is why I write. Like, I wrote all this so that you would believe. Jude's getting right to business, and he's Mm -hmm. like, no, no, listen. This is why I'm writing. I did just want to shoot the breeze with y'all, but I can't. There's something urgent. I want, and I love this, y'all to contend for the faith, right? So what he says is, uh, what I love about this book is that he puts uh, the burden on us or on right. y'all, yeah. on ordinary people, right? John's yeah. not going to contend for the faith of you, right? Keith is not going to mm-hmm. contend for the faith of you. Jackie is not going to contend the faith uh, contend for the faith for you, but he puts it on everybody. Show, no, no, look, y'all have a responsibility to contend yeah. for the faith, and I think that's empowering, right? And that's why we do this podcast because we want everybody to be able to know their bibles and understand the role that ha- they have to contend for the faith.
2: Yeah, even even the thought about contending, I think it's very it comes across kind of Jackie, but like soft. It sounds that word sounds soft in English, but really he means a struggle. <laughs> right? Yeah, he means yeah. a struggle, a fight on an, an agonizing over the faith. And so I think that man, it needs to be reclaimed in our culture about the the um, fierceness with, with which we guard sound doctrine, with mm. which we guard what we believe, which we which we guard the historic uh, Christian faith, and not just oh no, like we love everybody, everything's always good, right? But it's yeah. like a, you know, we really are fighting and struggling for the faith that was once that was once for all delivered um, about Christ and His kingdom. Mm.
1: Yeah. And I think it's also encouraging because uh, when I was studying this, it was it was saying how even the placement or the use of that word would have triggered for many of their read- readers, uh, the Greek games mm-hmm. with wrestling and yep. the, the tension and the struggle with that. And it's just like, man, if you ever seen like a wrestling competition, we're not talking about Triple H and all of them, <laughs> right. but like, Dang, like, if we would have yeah. saw a wrestling competition, it's 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 grueling and it's hard, but it's also a, a wrestle of endurance. Yeah, And it's like, I think sometimes we want to contend for the faith and we want people to get it right. immediately. Mm. And that's just not how this works. Uh-huh. <laughs> like this, this is a long wrestle that we will often have in helping people understand that the faith is to be believed and trusted.
0: That's good. I, yo, Jackie. So most for of the sure. times when people think of contending for the faith, what immediately pops up into their mind is, um, theological arguments and false teaching and all of that stuff. What's unique about this book when mm-hmm. Jude calls them to contend for the faith? Like what are they up against?
1: Well one I think we have to define the faith. right? Mm. Yeah. For? Because uh, there good. are some topics that you know we can have a conversation about right. it but right. I don't right. need to fight you over the head if right. you believe you know about certain things about baptism right but y'all are baptists i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i think in particular i think they had some cast in there teaching all types of just off stuff about authority um about angels i don't even remember they they had people using their dreams to kind of posture themselves as people worthy to be trusted just because of what they they might have heard god say right. or kind of that prophetic type of stuff and so I- yeah
2: i think uh he'll he'll talk about it more but it's but it's a aspect of being warned about these false teachers right right and condemning them that's the way we can then uh contend but also you contend by building yourselves up right he's going to talk right. about that later and four uh verse four he goes into the cats that then slipped in the church right it's like yo we ain't talking about dudes who outside the culture, Greco-Roman right. world, all that. I'm talking about cats that sit next to you, right? Right. In the pews. And he's like, yo, they're turning the grace of God yeah. into sensuality. Right? right. Like they saying, nah, fam, we say by grace. We could just do what we want. We can sleep around. Like all this kind of stuff. And this is false teaching. False teaching is not just, you know, saying the wrong things, it's right. living uh out of accord with what you
0: believe right yeah yeah Yeah, you and sometimes i think that stuff can be hidden when people are in theological posturing like y'all ever heard somebody say man you got a face for the radio right (laughs) like what they're saying is radio lets you hide certain things hide the way that you look right that it's uh (laughs) people hear you and they (laughs) feel like it's attractive but yeah. when they see it they see something's off and I think Jude starts and he's saying man watch out like these yeah. guys may talk nice or talk slick but watch their lives right that's what he's right. really trying to get at that they turn to yeah their spiritual lives have a face for the radio
1: yeah Because that's why I really enjoy, I know we're not there yet, but when he starts listing all these like Old Testament cats, Mm. like Korah in particular, I think he's Numbers 16, 16. uh, who led like a rebellion uh, against like Moses and all these things. And it's like people followed this dude. Right. He was respected. Right. And therefore trusted. Mm. And it's like to the point that you trusted him to the point that you did not discern his error. That's yeah. why it's unnoticed. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, th- I think that's the, one of the hardest parts in our culture is that we lack the discernment needed that's good. to actually contend mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. we're not seeing the problem.
0: That's, that's good.
2: good. Yeah, I, I think one last thing I thought about when I looked at verse four was just our own day. Like we live in a day and age where our bodies and our passions and our desires are our slave masters. Mm-hmm. Right. Like we like completely believe that we're merely subject to whatever we feel on the inside and we can live in accordance with that right right and we don't want anybody right (laughs) let alone god telling us what to do right with what we feel on the inside and so yeah that same kind of passion lust desire sensuality is present here and this is a word for our day
0: as well Uh yeah man that's good let's let's pray yo. father we pray uh Yeah, that as you've entrusted us with something valuable, this faith, Lord, the gospel, I pray that you would help us realize that you've left us here, Lord, not just to enjoy the blessings of your gospel, but to contend for it, to ensure that as people come and want to know you better, uh, that they get an accurate picture of who you are, Father. So would you remind us that you've entrusted us with something beautiful, Uh, that we are charged with uh, protecting and contending for. Give us the grace to do that. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.